the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As we get underway on AM 1420, the answer at seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on a Tuesday, 26th morning of the third month of the year of our Lord, 2019. It's a great day today for two reasons. Number one, it's Kersenau Day. Peter Kersenau will be around at about an hour from now at about 10.08, and he is going to... Um, he is going to regale us uh, with tales of legal uh, jurisprudence and uh, um, of Mueller investigation analysis and uh, the wisdom that really only a man of his brilliance can provide. Peter Kersenow will be joining us at 10.08, and I really cannot wait to get his analysis of everything that went down yesterday, everything that went down Sunday, and really, of course, going back to Friday when they attempted to hide the fact that the President of the United States was not going to be indicted, nor were any of his family members or campaign associates in anything having to do with Russian collusion, or anything else for that matter, by way of the Mueller investigations. We will talk uh, with Peter Kirsch now coming up then. The other reason it's a great day today is because the President of the United States, again, has been vindicated. No matter what they do, no matter how much they cry, no matter how much they try, the Democrat Party swung and missed in an attempt to get a duly elected President of the United States removed from office. And that is a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful day because... Evil was defeated. Quite frankly, good triumphed over evil. And I'm not presenting a biblical narrative here, but it really is as simple as that. Good, meaning what is righteous, that which is righteous and virtuous and honest and true, defeated the lies, the deception, the duplicity, and the, uh, and the, um, uh, the conspiracy to take down a president that they never wanted to become president in the first place. And um, the fact that it happened... With Robert Mueller, the man who Democrats lionized as being the perfect man to investigate potential allegations of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign, the Democrats loved him. He was the best friend of James Comey, the man whom the president fired. Uh, Like Comey, a fellow former FBI director, the fact that he assembled a team of almost all Democrats who also did not like Donald Trump, and they spent two years search on a search-and-destroy mission to destroy Donald Trump. The fact that it's him, that he had to submit the report that said, yeah, we got nothing, just makes it all the more sublime. But I want to start not with Mueller this morning, but specifically with some of the reactions to Mueller and how the mainstream media, the mainstream press, the enemies of the people the president always talks about, simply cannot apologize to the president of the United States and say, Sir, Mr. President, who it has been found by the two-year independent counsel's investigation, the special counsel's investigation, did not break any laws, did not conspire or collude with a foreign country to win an election. You were elected fair and square. To you, sir, we apologize. Still no like you. 
Still don't like your conservative policies. Still don't like your stand on immigration. Still don't like your skin color by way of orange tanning, <laughs> uh, 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 whatever they call that stuff that you put on, that uh, self-tanning stuff that it looks like. Still looks like a raccoon reverse because he's got these really pale white eyes where he wears the goggles when he's getting sprayed down. Still don't like all of those things. Still don't like the way you tweet. Still don't like your idea about a wall. Still don't like your idea about how to budget. But we were wrong. You didn't do anything illegal. We are we are sorry for that. Rather than the left and the mainstream media apologizing to the president of the United States, which would only be the respectful and honorable thing to do, they are sitting in their little studios demanding that the president apologize to Bob Mueller. Yesterday... On the Today Show, which, of course, I did not watch because I tried to, to keep my blood pressure down in the mornings. Um, I just can't. <laughs> uh, that I don't care if it's Today Today Show or Good Morning America or any of those things. I mean, I listen to Hugh Hewitt, and I'll check in on Fox and Friends from time to time to see if they've got uh, something important going on. But uh, So I missed this yesterday, but I found it yesterday afternoon, and I want to share it now. On the Today Show, Savannah Guthrie sat down with... Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the press secretary, who, by the way, I give kudos for being willing to go into the uh, the den of vipers. That is NBC News. And yes, that is what they are, whether they be NBC proper or their uh, cable offshoot MSNBC. She goes into the den and she sits there and has to endure this qu- line of questioning from Savannah Guthrie. Now, by the way, Sarah Sanders handles tough lines of questioning, and attacks against the president better than maybe anybody I've ever seen. I mean, she is such an upgrade over Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer, who was the president's first press secretary, absolutely could not handle that job. The slings and the arrows and the uh, uh, attacks nonstop. I mean, he you could just tell he got flustered. Sarah somehow remains calm. I hope she never leaves him. I hope she never abandons him. It's pretty common for press secretaries to change out after first term going into a second term and sometimes midterm. I hope she doesn't leave him because she's wonderful. She does a great job of answering Savannah Guthrie, but I may interrupt from time to time to give my answers anyway. Uh, this is only a couple of minutes long, but I want you to listen to the, some of the trash that the mainstream media continues to throw at the president. Rather than apologizing to him for being so wrong, um, they demand that he apologize to the man who tried to destroy his career. It is a, a legal clean bill of health. This letter says there's not going to be charges against the president. Okay, on both. Let's of also these, not forget uh, when there is no crime and there is no collusion, it's very hard to obstruct something when there wasn't a crime. Well, that's a, a legal, a technical legal argument that may or may not have guided the decision making here. Let me ask you this: for the last two years, the president has absolutely eviscerated Bob Mueller a lifelong public servant, a former Marine, a registered Republican, I might add. He's called him a national disgrace, discredited, a prosecutor gone rogue who oversaw a gang of thugs. In the end, this individual conducted investigation, came to a conclusion that ultimately cleared, as we just discussed, the president. Did Robert Mueller deserve better? from the president, that this kind of language and behavior? Frankly, I- Now, before we listen to Sarah's answer, I, like I said, she's wonderful, but I have to give my own. Had I been sitting in the chair across from Savannah Guthrie, um, I, I, I'm <laughs> this is such a good thing that I was not, I might have looked, her and looked at her and shouted, Are you out of your bloody freaking mind? 
Does the president owe Bob Mueller an apology? How about Bob Mueller owing the president an apology? How about Bob Mueller and his team of liberal Democrats whose mission was 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 prompted, the genesis of which was prompted by a collusion stunt in the first place by the FBI? Work that's right at the highest levels of the FBI and the Obama administration Department of Justice, they sent Bob Mueller off on a witch hunt from the very beginning. And Bob Mueller spent the last two and a half years torturing and tormenting associates of Donald Trump, arresting people for crimes that had nothing to do with the charge that his commission his investigative commission uh, was, uh, uh, you know, was supposed to be working toward, which, of course, was the collusion question. He tried to get as many different Trump associates as he, as he could find to roll over and, and confess something or say something damaging about Trump just to save their own skin. Bob Mueller tried to throw Donald Trump in prison. Bob Mueller tried to get Donald Trump impeached. Bob Mueller spent two years and 35 or 25 to 35 million dollars trying to pin a lie to Donald Trump. And you're asking if Donald Trump owes him an apology for complaining about that? For pointing out the insanity? Savannah, do you wish to issue an apology to the rest of the American people for wasting valuable oxygen that they could be using? Because that's how vapid, how, how ridiculous her question was. What an absolutely ridiculous question. Did Bob Mueller deserve better? Does the president owe him an apology for spending the last two years and 25 million taxpayer dollars trying to pin a lie to him, to impeach him, to, to impeach his character, to destroy his credibility, to destroy his, his victory, to invalidate his election to pres- the president of the United States? That sort of question? Really? That's how I would have answered it. That's why I don't go on those shows. Here's how uh, the much more dignified press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, answered it. Of language and behavior. Frankly, I think the American people deserved better. They didn't deserve for the election of this president to try to be Wait taken Wait a minute, but down. the president's rhetoric. About a public servant doing a job. Are you kidding? The president's rhetoric matches. They are literally, the media and Democrats have called the president an agent of a foreign government. Wait, wait, wait. That We're is, talking... But that is an accusation equal to treason, which is punishable by death in this country. Well, wait a I minute. I mean, that is... You have kids, and you know that if you say, did you do this, the answer isn't, yeah, but my brother did that. So let's talk about the president's behavior. He called Robert Mueller. This, this... And I have to be careful the word I want to use here to describe uh, Savannah Guthrie. Is being harder on the press secretary for the President of the United States than she was on those liars, including Nathan Phillips, who accused without any facts whatsoever the Covington kids of cornering and being racist, et cetera, et cetera, and attacking um, uh, uh, an American veteran, as he was called at the time. Do you remember the little puffy interview that she gave Nathan Phillips? How about asking some difficult follow-up questions there? No, here, she's going to try to stop uh, uh, Sarah uh, 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 Huckabee Sanders from answering the question about why the president 
was so harsh in his language toward Bob Mueller because of everything that Bob Mueller and his team were doing to the president. All based on a lie, which we are all finding out every single day more of. Suddenly she's hardball journalist? Let me tell you what happened to this person. Let me tell you what happened to Savannah Guthrie. She was hammered by the left. She was hammered by the left. Remember when she sat down and did the interview? Forget about Nathan Phillips. Remember the interview she did with uh, Nick Sandman, the victim in all of that from Covington High School? She was hammered by the left for not going harder at him. The left said, hey, that smarmy little SOB uh, from Covington Catholic. Look what he and his, his friends, his MAGA hat-wearing friends did. Why were you so nice to him, giving him a platform? Savannah Guthrie heard all of that. She doesn't care about my criticism. She doesn't care about criticism from the president's supporters. She cares about criticism from her base, which is the viewership of the Today Show, the viewership of NBC. That's all she cares about. They were angry with her, so she said, I better go get a pound of flesh out of Sarah Huckabee Sanders, or else I'm going to hear it again. So Sarah Sarah Huckabee Sanders is answering the question about why the president does not owe an apology to Bob Mueller, and she's arguing with her and saying, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Let's listen to this embarrassment of a journalist, Savannah Guthrie, for just a moment longer. He, He trashed him for two years, and in the end... Mueller just did an investigation. That Mueller just did an investigation. You lying piece of blank. Mueller didn't just do an investigation. Mueller was on a conspiracy. He was part of a conspiracy to take down a president with false accusations. He went after people who never would have been in any legal jeopardy whatsoever had it not been for this illegal at the highest levels of the Obama administration, talking about the Attorney General Loretta Lynch, the FBI Director James Comey, FBI leadership such as Strzok and Page, and and he went after and locked people up. Roger Stone is in in serious jeopardy. Paul Manafort's going to be in jail soon. These they tried to lock up Jerome Corsi before he was vindicated, and she's making it sound as though Bob Mueller was virtuous and true. All of these things these people got locked up for had nothing to do with what his job was, which was to investigate collusionary uh, uh, allegations of collusion with a foreign government. That's it. And suddenly Savannah Guthrie, this bimbo, bubble-headed uh, anchor on the Today Show, suddenly is, is going to be hardcore investigative journalist and full-throated defender of Bob Mueller. The president considers a total exoneration of him. Did does he owe Robert Mueller an apology for that? How many times are you going to ask the same stupid question, you bubble-headed bimbo? Savannah Guthrie, you're an embarrassment to journalism. You're an absolute embarrassment, and she is trying to establish her full-on liberal uh, bona fides here, so that her base of viewers, liberal Democrats, because they're the only ones who can watch the Today Show so that they don't come at her on Twitter again saying, why did you go soft on Sarah Huckabee Sanders? You can see her wheels turning inside her little air head. You can see them. She knows exactly what she has to do here. Rhetoric. I think Democrats and the liberal media 
owe the president and they owe the American people an apology. They wasted two years and created a massive disruption and, and distraction from things that people that impact everyone's day to day life. I, I mean, let's not forget this took place under the Obama administration. You had people like Clapper and Brennan lying to Congress to perpetuate this idea of Russia collusion against the president of the United well, States. No, I think they're talking about the fact that Russia did, in fact, meddle in our elections, which is borne out by this latest report. And why don't you let her answer, Bubblehead? The intelligence agencies of the U.S. And, and, and Clapper and Brennan lied, you son of a journalist, you. They lied. They didn't just say that Russia meddled. They said that Russia meddled with Trump's assistance and that Trump and his team colluded with them. Stop lying, Savannah. And they tried to tie the president of the United States to it, which was completely false and completely wrong. I think that was the subject of the investigation, which we now have the results of. Exactly, exactly. This is, it gets worse by the day. If you thought that the exoneration of the president by Bob Mueller himself, the hatchet man who tried to pin a lie to him to destroy his career at his presidency, if you thought that the exoneration of the president would lead to the left actually backtracking and saying, okay, we got that one wrong, you were wrong. Instead, they double down and continue to attack the president anyway. It is This is why I will never condemn the president of the United States for using the phrase enemy of the people. That is exactly what the mainstream press has become. We'll be right back. Hey, my friends, Bob France here for Calitrin. I got to tell you about Calitrin. Let me ask you, are you, are you sleeping well? Are you, do you have the same energy that you used to have? Uh, are you suffering with some joint pain that starts to come as you start to advance in years? Well, uh, no matter what age you are, those things can affect you, and they affected me, and that's why I started taking Calitrin. I wanted to feel better in the, uh, during the day. I wanted to sleep better at night. More importantly, I wanted to lose some, uh, some of the uh, unwanted pounds that I'm carrying around, and that's a battle. It's an ongoing battle for a lot of Americans, and I'm telling you, Calitrin, Calitrin is helping me win that battle. I can't tell you how many friends have asked me, does it really work? Will you really lose weight if you take this supplement called Calitrin? And the answer I always tell them is yes. My friend Elizabeth is with us now to tell us exactly how and why Calitrin will help you lose that weight. You know, Calitrin is it's not a quick fix. You're not going to see overnight results. It's not going to be 10 pounds in 10 days. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't have drugs, no stimulants in it. It is actually good for you. You know, I think a lot of people are used to those stimulant products and the products that make you feel sick and jittery, but I just want everybody to know this is not that product. I mean, you're giving your body back what it needs. What God gave you to begin with, you're just replenishing that. It's collagen protein. It's good for you. It's good for your muscles. It's good for your metabolism. It's just, it really is good for you. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Elizabeth. And now is the time for you to try Calitrin and get the same benefits that I and so many others are feeling. Right now, when you buy a proven 90-day supply of Calitrin, they're going to give you $20 off the cost and they're going to then throw in two months supply free that's right that's an amazing deal you can only get by using my promo code authority when you call 833 top loss that's 833 top loss on the phone use the promo code authority or get online to toploss.com and once again use the promo code authority you're going to feel so much better about yourself every single day you're going to lose that weight you're going to have better uh, sleep at night more energy during the day when you call 1833 top loss and use the promo code authority Empire. There are two sides to every story. There's the mainstream media side, and then there's the truth you 
are experiencing the truth. The Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. 9.36 now, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Peter Kirsten now coming up in about a half an hour. Let's get a couple of phone calls in here, but I do want to share some of Tom Cotton's thoughts with you as well. Senator Cotton was on with Hugh earlier this morning. We'll get to that. But first, BJ in North Olmstead. Thanks for calling, BJ. You're on the air. Go ahead. Thank you, Bob. Uh, you opening your show with the truth uh, and on your little promo coming in. <clears throat> I have not heard you get as irritated at anything more than you have from these people casually lying as they do. They are also the party of lies. You have the party of death, and you got the party of lies. And what's so sad is that so many people are listening to them. And I hope you talk with Peter about the, the truth issue. I think this is a very important issue. And I hope you continue on your trend. I appreciate it, and I appreciate what I'm hearing coming from you more and more each day. And I thank you for your talk, your your your, your time. And I want you to know I support what you're doing very much right now. Thank well, you, Well, BJ. I appreciate that. That does that means a lot. And thank you for being such a loyal listener too. You've been around for a long time since I've been here on AM fourteen twenty. The answer I've heard from you almost from day one, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, look, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I was talking to a friend uh, last week, and I may have shared part of the story on the air or not. I was talking to a friend off the air, actually by text, text messaging a friend who um, had a different opinion than I do about the president's re-election chances. And um, he was saying that, you know, there's there's no way he can win. There's no way he can win this election uh, in, in large part because of how utterly unlikable he is. And... I said, you know, I find him to be incredibly unlikable as well in a number of ways. And I talk about them from time to time. But here's what happens. Then the attacks will come in. The lies. You just heard BJ talk. The lies about the president will come in. And they'll try to to build upon the unlikability with things that are not true. Okay, they're telling fabrications, just complete made up stories about him to make him look and sound worse than he is. And when they lie and when they fabricate and when they distort and when they attack in such terrible ways that they do. Trying to stop this president's presidency from even being validated, even though it's more than two years old now. It brings the ire up in me and it makes me want to defend him more than ever before. And that's what happens. I, you know, I don't like everything he does or says. I like enough of them to be really, really strongly supporting his reelection. But there are some things that I like and, or dislike rather and disapprove of. And, and, you know, and I'll start to talk about those things. And then the left will go after him the way Savannah Guthrie just did with, um, uh, with, uh, uh Sarah Sanders. And it'll just bring out the protective defensive, um, you know, side of me that says, no, you can't do that to people. And you can't do that to this man. He doesn't, he does have a few flaws and faults and problems. But you are creating him and turning him into something that he is absolutely not. And it's just not right. It is not fair. And it makes me then cast aside all of the things that are negative that I might, I might feel and throw those away and say, you know what, the heck with them. I can live with them because there's no way I'm going to let you take away my president. I'm no, there's no way I'm going to let you stop my president with these lies and these, these, these distortions and these conspiracies and these investigations. You're not going to do it. And as I said on the air last week, again, I apologize if I am being redundant on this, I truly feel 
that there are millions of others like me who might be kind of borderline supporters of the president, but maybe not, you know, uh, you know, all in uh, on on the train, if you will, on the Trump train. And and they don't really know what they're going to do in 2020. They're really interested in seeing if there are any worthy candidates among the cesspool of candidates in the Democrat side. Um, that, that I believe when they see what Democrats are doing to Donald Trump, it's going to push them fully on board that Trump train and say, you know what, the heck with you people. You can't do this to a sitting president or anybody else for that matter. The president of the United States has had his entire life turned inside out when he should have been able to focus 100% just on the policies that are, quote-unquote, making America great again. He's had to deal with these attacks on his family, allegations of, of being a Russian plant. Not even just colluding with Russia, but being actually on the payroll of the Kremlin, working for Vladimir Putin. And all of these things that just get in the way of him trying to do the job that he was elected to do. And it, yeah, it does. It 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 raises my ire. It, it 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 irritates me. It makes me angry. It makes me defensive of my country. It makes me defensive of my, of my president because these people cannot get away with that. All right, that's a pretty good segue into the first uh, uh, Tom Cotton clip that I want to play. Senator Tom Cotton was on with Hugh today, and Hugh was talking about a little bit about this too. As I, you know, not necessarily Savannah Guthrie, that which just set me off listening to this bubblehead demand uh, an apology from Trump to Bob Mueller because he said mean things about Bob, Bob Mueller over the last two years. Meanwhile, Bob Mueller is trying to do mean things to Donald Trump, like I don't know, get him impeached. Um. Just horrible, horrible things. But uh, anyway, uh, Hugh asked Michael, or excuse me, has asked uh, Tom Cotton uh, what the media has to do to reinvent itself and to get back to the uh, to the actual purpose of their existence, which is real journalism and not sensationalism and not partisan politics. I mean, the last two years, really the last three years in the middle of the campaign has been filled with rampant speculation um, and wish casting um, by the media because they deplore Donald Trump, if I could term. Um, it would be much more helpful if they would focus on reporting facts and running those facts through editors that they can verify with on-the-record sources or documentary evidence, rather than the rampant treatment of anonymous sources who are given anonymity for no other reason than they want to uh, attack a president that they don't like. Um, and furthermore, I would say it would probably help them, too, if they focused a little more on news and less on spend and punditry and analysis. I mean, I'm not a big cable news consumer, Hugh, but I see it a lot as I walk back and forth uh, through my offices here, um, going to meetings with our Kansans. And it, it seems like every time I walk by a TV, there's a panel with five or seven or nine or 12 failed politicians or failed operatives uh, opining rather than reporting. Opining rather than reporting. And that is exactly right. They have far too journalists at MSNBC and at CNN and other places uh, than they do former politicians who are still trying to advance their political party's cause. Uh, Tom Cotton was asked about uh, what this vindication means for President Trump and uh, whether or not he will be able to kind of put all of this aside now and get back to just leading and and uh, and policy making. Well, this really is like a new day in the Trump presidency uh, for not just the last two years, Hugh, but going back to the campaign, almost three years. The Democrats and the media have been waging an unrelenting campaign. We now know that was built on nothing but fiction, but spin and fantasy uh, as president said it was basically a hoax. Um, I've said this all along based on my work in the Intelligence Committee, Hugh, that there's no evidence 
that the Trump campaign colluded with anyone or any organization inside the Russian government. Um, the media and the Democrats spun that because they don't like Donald Trump and they can't believe that he beat Hillary Clinton. Um, that's all behind him now. He can focus for the next 19 months before next November on the pretty remarkable record that we've put together over the last two years of economic growth, wage growth uh, for working-class Americans, a military rebuild, uh, and many other bright signs uh, we- that have come from the last two years. Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton was on with Hugh Hewitt this morning. He's responding to uh, a couple of issues regarding the Mueller report coming out and vindicating and clearing President Trump, essentially. Uh, the, the next thing I want you to listen to is maybe the most important thing, and this is Senator Tom Cotton on the question of whether or not it should be up to the Republican-led Senate now to start new investigations into the investigation investigating the FBI and their conduct in all of everything that led up to the Mueller report, or excuse me, the Mueller investigation um, uh, that just wrapped up. I think we need more scrutiny for sure, Hugh, now that this investigation is behind us into exactly how it is that so many Obama officials and senior officials in the FBI uh, came to believe that a American presidential campaign uh, was colluding with a foreign intelligence service to include some potential instances of um, intelligence laws um, and uh, the FBI's investigatory power. Now look, the vast majority, 95, 99% of all FBI agents and all intelligence officers had nothing to do with these matters. They're out every day trying to keep the streets of Little Rock safe or trying to protect us from Russia's very many real malign activities, um, trying to intercept fentanyl coming across our border. Uh, but at the top, in Washington, at the leadership level, it appears that there is a serious cultural problem in some of these organizations like the FBI, uh, like the National uh, Security Division, like the State Department from the last months of the Obama era, uh, and what they did not only to put a thumb on the scales in the campaign, but then try to sabotage the transition of power uh, to the Trump administration. Yeah, and it's more than just putting a thumb on the scales. It's, it's, it is flat-out sabotage, and that's the last question that I want you to listen to the answer to. Did the Obama administration officials at the DOJ, the highest level, sabotage the transition of power from Obama to Trump? They, they rushed down an, an ill-considered document um, that was, again, built on a fake dossier that is actually the only source of collusion with foreign intelligence, namely Christopher Steele, a discredited uh, former British intelligence officer who no doubt built most of the allegations in that dossier based on, yes, Russian intelligence services. So senior uh, Obama administration officials attempted to sabotage the transition. That's your working premise? I, I don't think, based on what we've seen over the last three years, you can have any other working premise. My friends, that's large. That is a large statement from Senator Tom Cotton in his conversation with Hugh Hewitt this morning. And uh, and it's one that should not be you know taken lightly. The Obama administration thus needs to be investigated. The Obama DOJ needs to be investigated by the Trump DOJ. Now, we all know how that's going to look and how that's going to sound. It's going to sound like, well, you know, here's our AG, William Barr, is going to investigate, you know, Obama's AG, Loretta Lynch. First of all, it's going to be called racist, of course, because of the uh, skin color of the former president and the former attorney general. That's just par for the course. But moreover, it's going to be called partisanship rather than actually doing the, the work of the people, uh, on, you know, in, in the Department of Justice. 
But in all seriousness, that is exactly what has to happen. An investigation needs to be done. And since the um, partisanship card will be played, obviously, what they're probably going to have to do is what Jim Jordan and so many others have been calling for for such a very long time. They're going to have to appoint a second special counsel to get to the bottom of all of this. What did Loretta Lynch coordinate with former FBI director under her, James Comey? What did James Comey and Andrew McCabe do that facilitated and fostered and assisted Peter Strzok and Lisa Page in their efforts to try to, quote-unquote, create an insurance policy that would stop Donald Trump? What role did the FBI have in the acquisition of the uh, the uh, dossier, the dirty dossier, the, the dossier of lies that were presented, that was presented, rather, as you just heard Tom Cotton talking about, with the assistance of foreign intelligence operatives, from Russia, and with the assistance of uh, the former British spy, Christopher Steele, uh, that was used, of course, to give to a FISA court that led to the spying on Trump administration, uh, or excuse me, Trump campaign uh, assistance, private American citizens. This absolutely, and I'm telling you, if you think that we've blown the lid off of this. You haven't seen anything yet until that second special counsel is appointed. And I will tell you this. I am going to be cautiously optimistic that I think it will actually happen. I do. I think William Barr, the new attorney general, is is the man, the right man uh, at this particular point in time who will have the guts to say, I can't prosecute and investigate this, but I will appoint somebody else who can. And you know what I think would be the most sublime um, circumstance of all time here just would be so absolutely perfect. It could never, ever, ever be questioned by the Democrats. The best thing in the world would be for the current Attorney General William Barr to appoint Bob Mueller. The same Robert Mueller that the left praised as being the perfect patriot to do an investigation like the one he just did, Bob Mueller should be asked to uh, head up the investigation as a second, you know, he's still the same special counsel, but a second special counsel investigation into the FBI, the DOJ under Barack Obama, the highest levels of the Obama administration and what role they played in the attempt to undermine the election of Donald Trump and then to remove him from office. What would the left say? They can't say it's the wrong guy. They said Bob Mueller was the right guy. That would be an absolutely perfect situation. I got more for you coming right up after this on AM 1425. Progressive Democrats. Please be aware, you have now entered the place where political correctness goes to die. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Rolling are we. 216-901-0945, Seriously, on a roll today. Uh, good Twitter responses as well, and I haven't even given the Twitter handle. Don't forget, if you want to, you can find me at France Radio on Twitter, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio, all one word, no spaces, no underscores, and also on Facebook. The Facebook memes, by the way, uh, are just off the hook right now. They are hilarious. Uh, the celebrations of the uh, uh, exoneration of the president on matters of collusion and the attacks, uh, which I think are justified and legitimate. 
on Bob Mueller for refusing to just clear the entire thing up, instead of leaving the Democrats just a little bit of meat on the bone that they can seize upon and chew and try to say, aha, now we have a reason to investigate from Congress, because he said he didn't exonerate him on matters of obstruction of justice. Never mind the fact that if there was no underlying crime, there's no justice to be obstructed. Um, that's, that's how he worded it, so that's going to leave the Democrats uh, in that position where they're going to be able to say we have to, uh, we owe it to the American people to investigate and uphold the rule of law. And since he didn't exonerate Donald Trump, that means we can continue to investigate. Here's the problem with all of that, by the by. The president was investigated on matters of collusion and obstruction by multiple Senate committees. The president was investigated on matters of collusion and obstruction by multiple House committees. And the president has been investigated now on matters of collusion and obstruction by the Mueller uh, independent team. He was cleared on all counts by all of the above, starting new investigations now simply because the Democrats are in control of the House is more than just overkill. It is, it is criminal. I do. I think it's criminal prosecution. It's criminal harassment of a president. We've all been down these roads. Every stone has been unturned. Uh, there is nothing, absolutely nothing new that can be gleaned from new investigations except to drag things out. In other words, let's make sure that the next year and a half before the presidential election is focused on investigations of the sitting president so that we can embarrass him rather than focused on policy and legislation that might actually assist him. Uh, want to remind you about food for the poor, as uh, you've been hearing and we've been talking about for the last week plus now. Um, this is, look, I want to I approach it from two angles. One is from the charitable angle. You need to help people who are in serious, serious need, life-threatening situations. But the other one is a little more selfish, to be honest with you. And, and we're inviting you to be selfish here. If you donate $500 as a business owner to Food for the Poor, we will give you $1,000, double the donation, back in free advertising Commercials right here on AM 1420, The Answer. A $500 donation that is also tax deductible gets you $1,000 back. So, yeah, there's charity here. We're trying to help people. But for you, understand that it's not just charity. You are helping your business. So there are people who are suffering in horrific manners, needing food to survive, food, water, and medical care that is not available to them because of terrible protests and uh, government corruption and all kinds of other problems in Haiti. It's the worst situation they've experienced since the 2010 earthquake. Yes, we want to do this for the purpose of helping them. But just to give you a little push in the right direction, we're going to help you at the same time by giving you that free advertising on AM 1420, The Answer. We get nothing out of this. We just care about helping the people in Haiti because of the unbelievable plight that they find themselves in through no fault of their own. That's what Food for the Poor does. So call 844-868-4673. If you can donate $500, we'll give you $1,000 worth of free advertising on AM 1420, The Answer. It's called a business benefactor program. It'll help them and will help you. Call 844-868-4673 or click on the banner ad for Food for the Poor at whkradio.com. You will be so glad that you did. News time now. Cursing out a follow. AM 1420. The end. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.